Drink it in now. Deep left side carry on. Picks up a block. At the five. At the two. At the one to the end zone. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Drink it in now. Get up Stafford throws. It is end zone. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Detroit Kool-Aid, what is going on, everybody? We are back for another episode of the Fantasy Football Flavor right here on the podcast. And uh, Chuck is back again here on a Monday. Chuck, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Oakry. It's good to be back. Getting excited about fantasy football and all the mini caps and everything starting. It's going to be a good time. Have you lost any leagues since I last talked to you? Have you found any websites that actually keep data? Or are you looking for newspapers? Or what are you doing? <laughs> you, you know me, Derek. I do them both. <laughs> All right. Cool, man. Well, a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned, uh, hey, Oakry, why aren't we going to talk about quarterbacks? And I was like, ah, let's wait on the quarterbacks. You, you know why I said that? Why? Chuck Dog, quarterbacks to me in fantasy football are their own breed, man. In the National Football League, it's all about the quarterback. You overpay your quarterback. If you don't have a quarterback, you got nothing. In fantasy football, man, I feel like it's kind of the total opposite in most leagues. I wait as long as I can for a quarterback. I fill up all my other positions, and then I snag whoever's available at quarterback. I can win championships with bumskis at quarterbacks. It's a whole different world, man. What, do, what are you thinking about the quarterback position? Oh, I, I agree. I agree with you 100%. The only time that, uh, you know, quarterbacks um, really make a huge difference in fantasy football is when you get some of the quarterbacks that actually run for touchdowns. When you get a few of them that put in four to six uh, rushing touchdowns a season, those guys tend to, you know, give you a little bit more points than what the other ones do. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. So you make that a point to sort of, you know, uh, look at the top guys, but if you got a guy that's got some legs on him or is going to score some touchdowns or can uh, can run the football as well, you're going to maybe elevate them a little bit? I would, yeah. I, I elevate them up a little bit, you know, like I said, because you can still get six points for, for the rushing touchdown. Now, if he's a great runner and he plays quarterback, but he can't throw with a damn, what do you do with him? Uh, <clears throat> kind of like Lamar Jackson. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that that's that's kind of a a touch and go, depending on how we, how you want to do it, I guess. Me, I, I tend to stay away from those guys. Um because like I said, the rushing touchdowns you only get the most I've seen, I think, from a quarterback is around six to eight in a year. And that's about you know, what what they'll get. You know, if they can't throw the ball, then, you know, you have to count on them for 68 touchdowns of yeah. rushing. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, uh, I love a running quarterback if I can get it, but I'm not going to take it over a guy that can do both or that can sling it because um, how about four points or six points a touchdown are you normally in when it comes to quarterback? I know people are kind of split on this. I've always leaned sort of where a lot of my leagues are going to drop down to four points for a passing touchdown just because you get so many m- – so many of them these days. I mean, these guys are throwing 40, 50 touchdowns. You know, 30 is like the low bar for a really good quarterback now, so you can't be having six six points, I don't think, when running back, a good running back's year is, what, 12 touchdowns? So if you if you make six for running backs and six for quarterbacks and quarterbacks are throwing 40, that's a big difference, man. Oh, yeah, especially, uh, you know, like Patty Mahomes, you know, he, he, he put in, uh, you know, so many throwing touchdowns last year. If they were six points apiece, that guy should be the number one pick overall. <laughs> exactly. So, so you're more of a four point guy. Uh, yeah, most standard leagues are four point. I, I did play in a in a league where it was six points, and that was a uh, some crazy high scoring points. <laughs> right. The minute you see six, if everything else is pretty much equal, you're you're just saying okay, and then like you know, second third round comes around, you're snagging up your your first or second quarterback at that point. Everyone's like laughing at you, but you're just saying, well, these guys scored two-thirds more than most people so yeah I think you got to go the four um you know it is nice to get those six-point rushing and uh a guy that can do it both and do it both at a high level is great uh let's dive into some names man I've got kind of a crazy list here so I want to I want to toss this to you first as far as uh you know give me some of your names in order of uh, quarterbacks in 2019 when uh Chuck's looking at fantasy football quarterbacks well you know when I'm looking at the top fantasy football quarterbacks um I'm looking at you know Patty Mahomes um right now I believe is the number one guy um to me number two would be Andrew Luck you know he's one of those guys that throws a lot and he's he's able to run the ball as well um three and four were kind of a toss-up for me I was going back and forth I like Drew Brees and I like Russell Wilson. You know, Russell Wilson obviously gives you um, that running threat where Drew Brees is not much of a runner, but, you know, Drew Brees always tosses up a ton of touchdowns. Um, The number five, I've got um, Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's just Aaron Rodgers. You know, they're always slinging the ball out in Green Bay. Um, Six, I got Tom Brady. Seven, I got Baker Mayfield. Um, I think Baker Mayfield might turn some heads this year because he's got so many weapons out there in Cleveland that he should put up, you know, 30-plus touchdowns this year. Um, then, you know, I got, like, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan, Ben Roethlisberger. They're all, like, in the next tier down, I believe. Okay. I, I like that list, man. It's it's kind of like uh, you started off with a couple young younger guns, and then you went back to the old and trusty, and then you got the uh, – kind of the good guys but not the elite kind of at the you know not the bottom because they're kind of still at the the next tier as you put it in your list but uh i like that list man you you, you want me to school you now yeah go ahead man let's, let's see <laughs> okay so again this is this is the oakry quarterback list and this is the this is i wait on quarterbacks list this is the 
uh, you know, the, there's a new sheriff in town type quarterback list. I, I really, when I was making this, I thought, okay, I'm going to lean towards dynasty as I normally do. I'm also going to go for excitement level, which is often fun at fantasy football. And I'm also going to say, hey, if I can basically get a quarterback late, you know, I'm, I'm going to chalk up that I'm probably going to miss out on the Aaron Rodgers of the world. People are probably going to overdraft Drew Brees, in my opinion. The guy's, what, 41 years old. So this is my list, man. Uh, Pat Mahomes, you can't go wrong at number one. But number two, in 2019, man, I got to go with this guy. His name is Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think that's how you would say it if you were a Baptist preacher. He'd say, it's Baker Mayfield. Can I get an amen? Um, I think you're probably the only one that says it like that, but we'll go with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love everything about this guy, man. His boxy. <laughs> he's got crazy weapons. He's got a name that you could say, Baker Mayfield. Uh, this guy is something else, man. And uh, like you say, he was kind of uh, what rookie last year. Everybody probably either went undrafted or was picked kind of as a second, third quarterback. Now I'm just so high that uh, I don't know what it is. Like everyone sort of maybe he's a Brett Favre type. I just see this guy as a can make every throw. He's very accurate. He's got every weapon. He's uh, – you know, this is a team that's never really had a quarterback that could do anything. So everything this guy's going to do is going to be magnified. So I just put him all the way up at number two, love his game, which was crazy because I bumped him ahead of my, my other guy, um, Mr. Watson, Deshaun Watson. I mean, this guy. Uh, Deshaun. I, oh, my goodness. This guy, many he came on the scene. I remember when uh, his coach, Deep, uh, Remember what did you say, Debo last week? What's what's the Debo. guy? What's what's the coach at Clemson? How do you say it? Oh man, Debo. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what his name. The, the, the coach of Clemson. He's got a funny name. He's from the south. Right. But he was like, he's like, if you pass up on Deshaun Watson, you just took Sam Bowie because this guy's Michael Jordan. And I was like, oh baby. Uh, so Deshaun Watson is is Jordan in cleats. I mean, this guy looks the part. He just is cool as a cucumber. He can run. He can throw. I absolutely love it. Uh, through Andrew Luck there at four, just because, again, the youth factor, he seems to be over-the-shoulder issues, smart as could be. I mean, every every year he's been healthy. He's basically a top one or two quarterback, I believe. Then then you had a good point about what do you do with a Russell Wilson type? He, okay, he kind of runs it more. Um, is he better than Drew Brees, but he doesn't throw it nearly as much? I mean, you got to kind of weigh that, but Russell Wilson always seems to put up stats. I don't know what it is. Like they're barely throwing the ball 20 times a game. And this guy's always up in the upper echelon. He's scoring um, all types of touchdowns and all types of levels. So I put Russie in there and then this is my wild card, man. Carson Wentz. I don't know what to think about him. Like everyone's higher on him than I am, but if he's really back from his knee injury, I like what Philly's done with their team. I think he's young, has ability and uh, has that kind of heart he could jump up there then in my middle pack i got ranked in this order brady just because he's the goat um drew Brees because like you said he throws it all over the field but he's old as could be now and then just out of spite Aaron Rodgers, and then my bottom three just because again they're in good teams good offenses and they just do it every year matt ryan dak and big ben so that's kind of how i broke it down now i know the easy way to go the grifka way is uh, Aaron Rodgers, Andrew Luck, you know, uh, Drew Brees, you know, the same old you see in every uh, magazine you find at uh, 
Barnes and Noble, but I, I went a totally different route here, thinking if you're going to wait on quarterbacks, why not get aggressive and and target you know uh, a guy like I don't know Baker Mayfield as number one, or uh, or uh, Deshaun Watson is a good name for that too. Deshaun Watts, Watson. Yeah, so I those would be my top two targets. If you could wait a little bit longer and, and peg one of those two while everybody else is getting these guys that used to be the the cream of the crop, that's what I'd do. Yeah, I mean, I, I like your list. You, you, I went a different way. I just named the best quarterbacks that were out there. You, in a way of strategizing uh, and who you would take in later rounds and this and that. And, you know, the list was good. I mean, I don't mind. Like I said, I don't mind Baker Mayfield being up that high because, like I said, he's got all all that, that uh, those playmakers around him. There's no reason why he shouldn't have a, you know, a great year. And he's got a little bit of speed to him, too, so he can run a little bit. He does have legs, and, and there's something to be said about that swagger. That's why I think uh, Mahomes had all that last year. He was not afraid to throw the football anywhere. I mean, it's not that hard to get the ball to Tyreek Hill and, and have him help you out. I mean, what do you think is going to happen when uh, Baker Boy guns in a slant to Odell and he just does the rest? I mean, it's going to be it's going to be dances in the end zone. It's going to be fun in Cleveland. I mean, I'm excited to see it. And, and you talked about strategy, Chuck, like – we talked about it off the top, but here's what I do. Seriously, in an 8, 10, or even a 12-team league, I will literally sit there and just absolutely wait it out. Like, I'm taking skill positions until they run out of steam. I'm just waiting on my tight ends, you know, and then I'm taking my quarterback after everything else is filled. Because even in a 12-team, or most teams are going to take two quarterbacks. So that's 24 out of 32 quarterbacks. That still leaves a, a crop towards the bottom of guys with upside. So... Like like I said, the longer you can wait, the better your team is going to be at the end of the day, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean that's not that's not bad strategy at all. The only thing is, is that you you don't want to wait so long that you're left with these guys that you know aren't going to put up any any numbers, even though they might be good quarterbacks, but they're stuck in a, in a pretty bad offense where they just don't put up a lot of numbers. So, so you subscribe to that though, because everybody talks about well, don't wait too late, like. I, I'm telling the people, the Kool-Aid drinkers, to wait too late because everybody yeah. else is doing your strategy. Oh, no, I don't want to miss out on this last tier. Let me take, uh, I don't know, let me uh, take Dak before everything runs out when you could just wait another three rounds and probably get Big Ben. You could take a, a risk on, on a Stafford this year. You know, I don't think the drop-off's that big. So, you know, maybe there's a tier in that top four or five that you maybe want to hit on if you want to get one, but I'd say just – Hold your hold your water and wait. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree with that. But what I was saying, if you start seeing some of those guys go, like Big Ben, you know, all these guys that are usually the third tier for fantasy football, if you start seeing seeing, seeing some of these guys go, then you don't you don't want to wait too much longer. Yeah, well, I agree with that. But you also don't want to fall into these runs. You know, just because everybody else is taking quarterback, while they're taking quarterbacks, what are you doing? You're loading up on running backs. You're you're stacking up your fifth wide receiver while they just went and took, uh, you know, Matt Ryan two rounds too early. So, uh, you know, I don't get caught up too much in the the run is about to start. I just say, okay, how many good people are left versus. Uh, who else can I get instead of them? And if I can get a really solid running back, I'll take them over the quarterback any day, no matter who's left, you know, because like I said, I just did the math. Like if they take all those quarterbacks, I am still going to have a pick of 10 that are going to be pretty much fine. In my opinion, um, like I said, I've seen it work out too many times where you can just hold out, wait, and you're going to love your team 
And yeah, okay, you didn't get a top quarterback. I think you're still going to be able to compete rather than the reverse. Hey, in the third round, I took Aaron Rodgers. Okay, great. Come back and tell me what your receivers and running backs look like uh, here in three, four rounds, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I won the league last year with my quarterbacks with Jameson Winston and uh, Magic Man. <laughs> Beautiful, yeah. For example, like, you know, yeah. you, you were stacking up, and then at the end you took those guys, and, and they put up plenty of stats to get you to the championship and win it. So yeah. abs- absolutely, man. So everybody out there, if you can, don't fall into what everybody else is doing. Wait on quarterbacks. You know, keep your eye on them. Try to get a good one at a good price, but, but wait. Don't overpay. That, that's that's my advice. You, you got anything else on QBs before we move on? Nope, nope. That's all I've got on that. I think we've we've worn down that subject pretty good. Yeah, but it's important. I'm glad we waited because, again, we could spend more time on it because, you know, the quarterback and the tight end to me are the two flip positions of fantasy. When do you get them and who do you get is like can make or break your team. So I'm glad we made it here on this separate show. Now, Chuck, we are going to move on. And you know what we're going to move on to? One of my favorite slash non-favorite topics. All right, let's do it. This is the topic of those annoying idiots in your fantasy team. (laughs) Those jabrones, those jamokes, those Rudy poos that show up to your draft and have all these annoying things about them and they act like, uh, you know, that you're the annoying one. Like, let's run down some of the most annoying things that you find in fantasy football. I've got like a six-year-old's Christmas list here of stuff where you roll it out (laughs) and the the list just never stops. I mean, talk to me about these annoying fantasy football people and why are they in your league? You know, I could have, like you said, I could have wrote a whole book on this. (laughs) You know, I could have a whole book on this stuff. But I just wrote down a few things. Um, Nothing, nothing uh, irritates me more when you get to a draft. Um, and my league, Derek, I had before. I didn't never had a time limit because you know there was right. there was only there's only eight of us in this, in this <laughs> super league. And I'm like, you know, I never had a time limit on until I, it started getting abused. And I can't stand the people that come in there and it's their pick. And it's like five minutes into it, I'm like, man, what are you doing? <laughs> is there is there a head buried in a laptop? Just either in a. Well, back then it was like a book, but yeah, now it's laptops. Their face is just inside them. I'm like, what are you looking at? You should have an idea of who's available right now. It should only be a, maybe a choice of maybe one to one to two people, and you should, you should be able to grab somebody. But it's like five minutes into it, you know, and finally, like, we get discussing about some things. I'm like, wait a minute, is that still his pick? <laughs> oh, yeah, the take-too-long guy is ridiculous. Yep. Ch- Chuck, you know what really annoys me, man? It's that guy that shows up to the draft with a magazine. Oh, wait, no, I'm just kidding. That that guy's all right, I guess. I mean, he's going to lose because I got my head in the laptop with all the real data. But, no, seriously, the guy that annoys me, man, is the I'm too busy guy. The guy that signed up for your fantasy league, like, still hasn't paid his d- dues, complains about every rule. But then when you're trying to set up the draft, everyone's like, oh, yeah, we're cool with whatever. We'll figure it out. And you got one guy who just has the busiest schedule ever, acts like the world has to completely stop for him to do two hours of fantasy football drafting. I mean, oh, that just drives me nuts when one person acts like their life's so busy and everybody else is just sitting around with nothing to do. I can't, I can't stand it. And I've always told people, Fantasy football is supposed to be fun, man. You're supposed to enjoy it. It's not supposed to be some like ridiculous thing. Like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go to my draft. That should be something you enjoy. And these people act like they're just too busy for everything. I can't stand that. Yeah, no, you should never have to dread to go into a fantasy football. If you're dreading going to a fantasy football, then this isn't for you. Yeah, 
hey, hey, Grifka, get out. Get out. <laughs> so so we both have this one on our list. What about the pays too late guy? The guy that every time you ask him, hey, where's the league dues? He, he comes up with some excuse, forgot my checkbook. Who the heck's used checks anymore, bro? And then he's like, oh, man, I, I was going to bring it. I forgot. Oh, my wallet's not here. Oh, I'll get you next time. Like, are you kidding me? It's usually like pennies, you know, compared to his other bills, yet he can't fork over this dough. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, I, I've been fortunate enough in my league um, where everybody brings their, I, I send them texts out. Everybody brings the money right then. They don't bring the money right then. They're not drafting for me. See, but that's so dumb. You got to put those type of rules. Cause I've got to that point too. I like collect way ahead of time. And I'm just like, I can't mess around anymore where I used to take people face value. Okay. Get it to me when you can. Nope. Don't do that anymore because by the time they get it to you, they're out of the playoffs and, uh, that just doesn't work. So, uh, pay is too late guy. I got issues with, you know, who I got issues with too. And I know this is on your list. Auto pick guy, the guy that like is in your league. He's too busy for everything. He hasn't paid his, laptop guy. He hasn't paid his dues. He got a head in the laptop. His magazine didn't show up on time, and he's like <laughs> sitting there going, "Oh man, I, I'm just too busy." And he goes on auto pick, screws up the rest of the draft for everybody. You're looking at him going, "Why do we have this guy in our league?" He 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 talks big noise all year, like he knows football, and here we are at our one draft for two hours. And and in round three, he's on auto pick because he's quote unquote too busy. Are you kidding me? Yeah, those are the guys too that, that they irritate me because they end up doing a decent job throughout the draft. Like they'll end up, their team will end up being decent, and then they'll brag about it. I'm like, man, you didn't even do anything. <laughs> right, right, yeah, like yeah, that that is double dip right there of like, like. Again, it's one. It's usually one night. It's maybe what a, a draft might last a couple hours. Yet this guy either can't make it, or if you're doing it all online, you know he just drops off. Oh man, sorry, my my phone wasn't working. My computer messed up. Are you are you serious? <laughs> like, uh, just absolutely ridiculous. You got another one on your list? I do. I do. I hate the guy that complains about every trade, and he never <laughs> makes a trade. Yes, the whole thing. Right. You know, two two teams could put together a great trade that benefits them both, and he'll complain about it the whole time. And he never even offers a trade, never does anything for trades, and he just lets his team marinate. I'm like, come on, make some moves. If, you, if you're not happy with the trade, offer something. Ah, those guys get my nerves. Man. Uh, the the reason I I love you brought that one up because uh, we had that in one of my leagues here recently. They started they started going into the not only like commenting on everybody else's trade about how unfair it was or there must be a conspiracy or oh man that that's that's making the league unbalanced. They were coming in with all these JFK conspiracies. So I turned to these guys and I go, hey, if you want to waste your entire life going to figure out what the big issue is or or play trade police, make my you know. Be my guest. Come back to me with your results. Didn't hear one more word from them since. They have not said a peep. And it's just like everybody just wants to complain. And when you say, okay, go do the work. Go figure out what the issues are. They don't want to do that. So I was just like, you always have that guy, though. Like you said, not only does he not make trades, but when every trade that goes down, oh, man, that's unfair. Oh, you got robbed. Oh, this is ridiculous. It's just like shut shut the front door, man. Exactly, yeah. You know, and there, and there's websites out there that you could put the trade offers in them and it'll give you like a trade old meter to see if it's, if it's fair or not. Right. You know, if you don't like it, put it in there. If you want to be that guy, then do it. <laughs> but my point is if you're not involved, like one, why do you care? It's like, Oh, I want the league to be fair. And it's like, 
you know, everybody has their own thoughts on trades, you know? It's like asking about their, their favorite ice cream. Like, you're not going to yeah. tell the other guy what his favorite should be. Like, you know, uh, you're just sitting back there talking noise at that point. Like, everybody has their own opinion on these players. So, that, that's a great one. Oh, my gosh. Let's just give a couple quick other ones. I've got down here the rules don't apply to me guy. The guy that, like, we have a set of rules either in the rule book or, like, hey, this is what we're doing and why. And yet, every year... He either says, oh, I didn't know we had a rule on that, even though we've had it for, like, I don't know, half a decade. Or the guy that just flaps at all the rules and thinks, you know, hey, you got to keep three. And he just decides he's going to keep two guys to outthink everybody. It's like, hey, no, dummy. you got to keep three. <laughs> this is like a rule that applies to the league, not just to everybody except you. Right. Uh, yeah, I can't stand that guy who, like, overthinks or thinks he's outsmarting when really he's just being that it that idiot who like doesn't want to follow the rules everybody else is following like if everybody else in your league has agreed to something like there's a reason why you know it's not just for them and then you're some special case ridiculous or yeah. the, what about i didn't know guy like like i just said i threw him in of like you've had the same rule for four years but in in year three or four oh man i didn't know we had that it's like where, where you been the last three when we had the exact same setup yeah, and with my league, I I give everybody a copy of the rules, every draft, every draft. <laughs> I come with a copy of the rules. And see, sure enough, one guy in there. Oh, what do you mean? See, well, well, look at the rule sheet I just gave. <laughs> see, the copy is good, but people were telling me, "Oh, you got to make a." What do they tell me when you're like, "You got to make a constitution." I'm like, "Really? I got to make. I got to sit down with my 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 valuable time and write out some big Google sheet and and figure and think about every little nuance that you might want to complain about." So that I have it in black and white. Like, how about we just use common sense and not be fools? How about that? And he was just like, so now every year, even though I did, I had some buddies help me do that. It doesn't matter what you write down on paper. Like, these people are going to come up with something. Like, you know, all that. See, why didn't you have that in the rules? Like, because no one else except you has an issue with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's always that person. Oh, my goodness. that That's a great one. Yeah, man. I, we could go on for days. I, I just think... You know, like you said, we want to be in fantasy leagues with friends. We want to have a good time. We don't want to him and haul for all these rules. Yeah, we want a fair league. Yeah, we want, you know, uh, you know, good trades, good, uh, good competition. I like fun trash talk too. You know, he's got that guy who like you say one half thing funny about his fourth running back, and then he goes he goes after your family or your your first of kin, and you're like, really? I was just talking about that, you know, that CFL running back that you drafted in the fourth round. You know, I don't. There's nothing to get personal about. Um, so I think these guys. I mean, we just need to find good people to do fantasy football with, and like anybody that's fallen outside that, I'm a proponent of just kicking them, getting them out of the league as soon as possible. There's always other people you can fill that spot with if you got one of these annoying. Uh, Jim Oaks in your league yeah absolutely um I, I just had one more to touch on I I, yeah, I absolutely absolutely hits my nerves when you get the same guy that offers I call him the nothing for everything guy <laughs> you know he'll offer you like this fourth and fifth guy for your number one and number two uh, and then why, why aren't you taking the trade oh uh, man yeah yeah that that is the best it's the like you said it's the your number one pick for a bunch of guys he got in the last couple rounds. And then he, yep. then he throws it on you. Like you're being difficult to deal with or like, man, Chuck, he never trades. It's like, no, I don't trade with you. Right. <laughs> because... You see a lot of trades going across the board, but just not with you. <laughs> and then, and then that same guy's the guy that will resend 
like you'll decline the one and he'll tweak it. He'll throw in like, okay, you decline that. Let me throw in a, a fourth tight end. That'll get it done. And you're like, no. And then you got the number one kicker in the league. Take that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh man, I just, I just dropped a kicker on there for you. You can't decline it now. And he was like, no. <laughs> so yeah, that that's another perfect one, man. The guy that not only makes bad trades, but consistently sends them to you over and over again. Like you're going to change your mind one day. Go, Hey, remember that, remember that kicker? Remember that kicker for Odell? I want to do yeah. that today. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good today. <laughs> oh man, tremendous! Like you say, uh, hilarious. Uh, everybody knows what we're talking about. Everybody has those in our league. So, Chuck, man, I think uh, let's do a little bit of a shorter show. We got quarterbacks in. We got some annoying people. We got some things off our chest. And uh, me and you, I know, are just guys that love fantasy football. Can't wait till our drafts. I've already had a few. I've been promising the people to tell them about the Oakry Detroit Lions uh, on Reality Sports Online. So I'm going to have to knock out that show here. Uh, hopefully this week. You know, I pro- what I promo it for two weeks now, so I got to get that done. But uh, I thought another good show, man. Let's come back next week and talk some more fantasy football with the people. Sounds good, Oak. All right, buddy. Take care. Uh, thanks again, everybody out there listening. Share this with a friend. Drink it in. We'll catch you next week right here on Monday for the – Detroit Kool-Aid cast and a little fantasy football flavor. We're out. Back to back, start the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in, man.